0: Welcome to episode one of Protein and Prayer. I'm Dr. David Martin, and I'm joined today with my best friend and my wife and confidant, Julie Martin. Hi! In a nutshell, we are just passionate about Jesus, uh, our faith, sharing our lives with our community around us. Uh, we live here in Northeast Pennsylvania, have four beautiful children, have been married for 13 years now, just last week. Mm-hmm. Today we want to share our why on this inaugural podcast and that we hope to bring to you every week Uh, and close out obviously with a prayer uh, for the week ahead. Uh, We also hope to share kind of our fitness journeys this week and maybe what we're training for, different techniques. Uh, I'm a doctor of physical therapy and I'll try to also bring a sense of health and wellness uh, as well, just depending on what's going on during the week, as well as any uh, lessons learned, books that we're reading, uh, things that we're growing in in our faith, uh, maybe uh, other opportunities or ministries that we want to highlight, and just make sure that this podcast is an edification to you and uh, just continues to bring value to your week as well. Anything to add, Julie?
1: Yeah, um, Just this is a brain brainchild that I had a long, long time ago. And um, so we're gonna try to bring it to life. I have a hobby of exercise, but I also have a degree in exercise science, kinesiology, with a focus on fitness development. And uh, just love being active and outside and doing it with other people.
0: It's just really fun to try to marry the two, uh, fitness and our faith. Uh, We've done all kinds of things over the years for uh, fitness and faith retreats here at our home. Uh, on a small lake that we uh, reside at, Uh, just different communities. Uh, You currently run a women's ministry of sorts uh, down Tuesdays at the park, which is uh, just an opportunity for you to minister to other really stay-at-home moms or or anyone, uh, really.
1: Well, since we've been in quarantine, it's a lot of everybody. So (laughs) taking lunch breaks to come out, we do a do workouts and Bible study at the park. It's open to anybody, and we also do run club. And uh, it's just it started off with just a bunch of ladies that didn't like running and wanted to get better at running, and now we have a club. So it's simple as that.
0: <laughs> so Simon Sinek is a fantastic author. I've read plenty of his books, and one that has always stuck with me is Start with Why. And so. You know, today on this uh, first podcast, we thought that it would be appropriate to start with our why. Uh, and the first thing you know about starting a podcast like this, and, and why we want to do it, is number one, we want to do it to be a ministry and to uh, shine the light uh, to our Lord Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, this is a passion of ours uh, over anything—our jobs, our our home. Uh, dare I say our kids, Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus would be our first love and our first priority. So we hope that our lives in this podcast ultimately, uh, shine, uh, towards Jesus and always put the spotlight back on him. Amen. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we do want to reach a a larger community. Uh, we have a community here that is just fantastic. Uh, I hope to share and bring on, uh, some of our community, uh, just friends onto this podcast who are thought leaders in and of themselves and bring a different focus to maybe what they're training for but also where their faith is taking them uh, and but also you know using the podcast to reach a larger community uh, online uh, who are passionate about their faith and their fitness as well or or maybe just be interested uh, maybe they found the podcast uh, because they're interested in uh, fitness or protein, uh, as we've called it on the the title of this podcast. Um, yeah, this
1: it started. I remember when my David was traveling as a traveling physical therapist, and we moved every three months. And I was working out out at a YMCA, and uh, I would go in the morning and work out, and come home, and then have my protein in the shaker bottle, and I do my prayer time, and then that's how the name came protein and prayer to make that be one of the first things you do in the morning is exercise and get, get with God to get your day started. Cause four kids is a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So Julie, tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, the protein and prayer. I mean, that was probably over, maybe even over four years ago now. Mm-hmm. and uh, we've never really done anything with it, but it's just kind of been around for that long. So uh, I just kind of had the idea that we need to use that uh, protein and prayer kind of podcast, and, and it's been around forever, you know, that we've kind of had that slogan, protein and prayer, uh, for our morning workouts and different things, but uh, it stuck around so long we thought, you know, maybe we ought to do something about it.
1: I think it's taken some prodding friends telling us you need to share what you're doing with your life. And uh, I'm not the talker of the two of us. So David's been talking this up for a good couple months. And and so I'm trying to be a good sidekick and uh, encourage him to do this. And he he's got lots to share. I will share, of course. Um, But yeah, I just want to encourage him to to reach out and and share the passion that he has for communicating with others and the experiences and the wisdom that he's gathered, uh, in, in these few years that uh, we've been together and it's exciting.
0: 13 is a few more than few.
1: (laughs) I'm hoping (laughs) it's many, many, many more.
0: (laughs) Of course. Um, you know, the other thought too is, is, uh, defining what a ministry is. And I think sometimes, uh, a lot of Christians think that you have to be a minister, right? Or a pastor to have a ministry. But, you know, really, if you look up the, uh, the verb, uh, minister, you know, what it really means is just attending to the needs of others. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, throughout our lives as, as a Christian, uh, you know, I think we're called to attend to the needs of those around us and to others, uh, primarily their spiritual needs. But uh, as a physical therapist, I'd be remiss to say that, you know, my practice as a physical therapist is also a ministry Mm -hmm. of sorts because I'm ministering to, you know, the physical and neurological needs as well uh, that those uh, patients have. So, you know, I think part of our why for this podcast is just to create an online ministry of sorts to uh, minister to those of you who are listening.
1: And I think to encourage you. Um, sometimes it's not easy to get started. Um, when I first started uh, run club and Tuesdays at the park, it was just a, a dream that I had. I just wanted to get together with other people because sometimes life is really lonely. And I really, I got that idea from reading uh, the hiding place by Corey Ten Boom. And, um, she had started a walking club. I think it was called the triangle club. And, um, and I, I was like, I want to start that too, where you're getting out and you're talking with other people, you're getting to know them, because to know someone and really know them is to love them. And that's just the first step to really uh, building people up and building community and being able to help them in their lives and to uh, ultimately bring them closer to deciding to follow Jesus and to love them and love Him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Corey Ten Boom is just a fantastic um, saint, if you will. Um, I think we're all saints, and and God sees all of His children, uh, you know, as just you know all having a purpose. But she really um, took that calling to another level. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if you haven't read, you know, her her testimony, really. Um, Uh, the book The Hiding Place is just a fantastic fantastic book and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, really challenges I think um, our western culture especially in kind of the our own faith how how solid is our own faith is it solid enough to withstand um, some of the tribulations that she was presented with and she just by all accounts handled every trial uh, just with Uh, with an extreme faith in in Jesus, and and he carried her through.
1: Amen, yeah.
0: So So that's our why. Um, Julie is training for a half marathon, and that's next weekend. Yeah. So I was hoping that she could share a little bit about uh, what training for a half marathon looks like, uh, (laughs) you know, what's your your general training, uh, what is your, uh, you know, what... Anything special that you're doing for that half marathon and, uh, yeah. you know, just bring us up to speed on that.
1: Well, I am going to be doing the PA Grand Canyon half marathon. and You um, knew
0: there was another Grand Canyon?
1: Yeah, I've never been there. So I'm really excited because I choose not to do the same race because I don't like to compete against myself, believe it or not. Um, as competitive as I can be. It it really hurts to try to beat yourself. So I try to pick a different race every time on purpose. But yeah, mainly um, my training, we started this probably way back when the snow melted, (laughs) probably back in February, March, started running again, but we tend to CrossFit all the time. Um, We're constantly powerlifting, Olympic lifting, doing all this calisthenics and and so most of my training resides around that. And then we started adding running, um, typically doing the long runs on Saturday with a group of friends. and
0: uh, Who are also doing the race, right? Who
1: are also doing the race, yeah. We're doing, a bunch of us are getting together to do that. And um, I'm not a fast runner. I'm probably one of the slower ladies in our group. Um, but for me, it's more about just getting out there and feeling good. And I, I try not to worry about... Uh, being too competitive because that's an idol of mine is trying to to win so I'm going to try my best and to encourage uh other girls that are running together and just have fun I'm going to get a medal no matter what so um (laughs) it doesn't really you know it's it's a different mindset than I'm used to but it's something I'm I'm where I'm at right now and I'm okay with it
0: yeah yeah what about you Dave well you uh you also got a new pair of shoes for this race I did ultra running shoes which i highly recommend because i love ultra uh, they were on clearance
1: i am the cheapskate of the two of us and so you know they were just a week off of being brand new so i was super excited (laughs) i'm all about a bargain
0: julie's all about a bargain even if it means potentially training changing how you run or your running mechanics uh (laughs) three weeks before a race but uh hey that's all
1: right
0: you transitioned really well and you seem to be enjoying those
1: they're good they feel good i feel like i'm jumping on pillows now it's <laughs> it's quite remarkable
0: yeah there are other shoes for like two years so i think it was time for a new uh they had a few new holes. Pair. <laughs> it's okay yeah so uh yeah so julie's race is next weekend and uh i guess my training is uh middle of august there's a triathlon that uh has piqued my interest it's a it's not your typical triathlon, it's a run first, um, and then it's a paddle, so you can um, take your kayak, uh, canoe, most people kayak. Uh, I'm, I've done this race several times before, um, and I'm the only stand-up paddle boarder, I believe.
1: Last year, I was one, too did you do it last year yes oh you did yeah we look so cool on our paddle boards
0: <laughs> i forgot about everybody
1: that. passed me in the kayaks. i was Everybody's like so i was so faster. good running and then i got in the water and then there go the kayakers and i'm like this is so sad but then <laughs> then i did beat them and i got past a lot of people on the bike so i, I redeemed myself and got third place for my age group <laughs> at the end
0: so, yeah, so I'm going to be uh, taking the paddleboard again this year. Uh, but this year I do have a nicer road bike, way nicer than it was two years ago that we did it. Was um it? Yeah, because okay. I remember I, I had my new bike last year, and they changed the course. So we... Uh, oh, flooding. Yeah, yeah we had,
1: flood a lot out
0: here. We had some issues with the course. So course is back to its regular road course, and uh, so the road bike is going to make its race debut for me Uh, i'm also a cheapskate though this is an old road bike but it's really quite an upgrade from the uh garage sale road bike that i had before
1: see you can be cheap sometimes (laughs)
0: sometimes i'm not gonna spend thousands of dollars on a bike i'll use uh
1: did you find it on facebook marketplace (laughs) david loves facebook marketplace if you didn't know
0: so there's some good deals there (laughs) but uh yeah so the bike will be getting out there and so that's four weeks away um, Got to really hone in on some diet and things. This uh, haven't been as consistent with all the races kind of being canceled and up in the air. I'm somebody who really needs something to train for, and um, you know, without that, I'm just I'm less accountable. That's just it's just how how it works for me. So.
1: And I don't need a race to work out. I think for me, it's more. Uh, therapy, just mentally getting down there and pushing myself really hard. I think it calms me for the rest of my day, it makes me feel like I've accomplished something. Um, there's just something about pushing yourself really hard, and that I don't. It just, I'm sure there's something scientific, but I don't know the answer. But I really just, I can tell when I haven't worked out. Um, my mental attitude is is much more negative (laughs) David's like when I miss a workout you need to get downstairs and work out so it's good
0: yeah it's uh uh, it's just well we'll get into all the Mm -hmm. sciences behind that I'm sure at some later episode but um well for this first episode we wanted to keep them you know kind of in the 20 minute range uh just a quick Uh, maybe once a week and something that you can listen to as you're uh, any point in the week but you know for us it just kind of is going to help us focus on the week uh, continue to focus on each other Uh, so we wanted to close this week with probably the most famous prayer in the bible uh, the lord's prayer Um, and so just kind of in preparation and looking at it just right now before we uh, go ahead and close it's I think just some of the lines as we uh, kind of say it there's a reason that it's it's liturgical right and we we say it in church a lot as a corporate body of believers uh, but you know some of these verses uh, like john three sixteen, or some of the well-known verses i think sometimes they they may lose some of their power because they're so rote in our in our heads right and they just kind of flow out without um just a lot of thought behind the words so uh, if you're a believer and you're listening to this, you know I want you just to really take a time and as you hear us um, say this prayer for you all and and for our our Lord that we would um just think about each line and, and the power that it that it has. I mean, you know this came right from right from Jesus, right? And when one of his disciples asked him, you know, you know how do we Lord, pray? how do we pray? Mm-hmm. And so it only makes sense to start this first episode with very clear instruction. If you're someone who doesn't pray or, or maybe, uh, hasn't ever prayed or maybe spent a long time, right? Uh, this is a, a prayer that, um, you know, is straight from, straight from Jesus. And he said, you know, Hey, if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to give you a direct answer. And this is the answer that he gave. So anything to add there, Julie?
1: Yeah, no, I, I love the Lord's Prayer. I think it just it highlights, you know, how we start to pray, you know, acknowledging our Father, you know, and the importance of of that and then and then we confess, you know. We confess our transgressions and then um, and then thanksgiving and and supplication, like all those things, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in that order, but this is it's a great guideline on how to pray when you're using your own words. And so I love to use this as a, obviously as a good framework for everyday prayer or when you get time to do that, so.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's not um, it's not to say that prayer can't be, you know, personal, right? And we, you know, the Lord challenges us to come boldly before his throne and, and to ask him you know, uh, for the desires of our heart. And, you know, a lot of times that's for physical healing or, or some challenge that you're facing. Um, but I think that this outline here, there's, there's so much work that's been done around the topic of prayer in the church, but, you know, I, I was challenged, um, by Bob Goff's uh, new book actually, that we'll talk about when I finish that book. And, you know, in there, he challenged, uh, you to think about the last time of prayer. Um, the main beneficiary wasn't yourself, right? Um, so praying for others or, or just praising God. So, mm-hmm. um, Julie, let's, let's just close in the Lord's prayer. All right.
1: All
0: right. Our, our father, father who art in heaven, in heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
1: Give, give us this day our daily bread. bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil.
0: For thine is the kingdom,
1: and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.